welcome to the first of our June Life Hub teachings. This week, I want to pick up on the squeeze word from last Sunday. Um, as I've prayed for many of you on Sunday night, um, as I've had conversations since then, um, I realized that, um, I guess, hit home a little more than uh, perhaps what I was expecting. I was expecting it certainly um, at some level, but um, the response back has been fairly significant. And I think one of the things that we can be really guilty of in church life, as I've said a few times before, is just moving on too quickly uh, without actually stewarding properly what God's doing with this one thing. And um, so for this week, what I want to do is just pick up on that, that word about squeeze and new wine. And I want to give us some practical hints to help us actually grab that word and to do something with it. Um, rather than, you know, even if you receive really good ministry and got some breakthrough on the night, it's really important that we actually take this somewhere and steward what God is saying. I think we'd be too guilty of chasing the next prophetic word or the next thing when we actually haven't um, fully mind what God is doing on the thing that he's just said. Um, let me say first, if you weren't there on Sunday, um, or yeah, if you weren't there, or for any reason you didn't, you weren't in the room on Sunday, um, can I encourage you before you go through the rest of this video, listen to the podcast because this will not make a lot of sense unless you have heard the podcast. So if you haven't heard it, press pause on the video right now, go listen to the podcast from Sunday first, um, and then come back and watch the rest of this. And then at the end, I'm gonna suggest you listen to it again, um, but I'll get to that shortly. So as I said, what I wanna do is get practical with this word. Give us some really pragmatic things that you can do throughout this week. To, to see what God is wanting to do and what is God, God is wanting to say um, in key areas of your life. So again, let's talk about the squeeze for a second. So remember, we talked on Sunday that this squeeze is about growing up. It's actually a purposeful squeeze. So the thing about a squeeze is it is a narrow place, but the idea of the narrow place is that when you get through the other side, you come into a bigger, much more wide open space, a place with lots more freedom, lots more air, and lots more you know, happier emotions typically on the other side. But let's be clear about the squeeze. The places that are getting squeezed right now in your life, in my life, and in us um, corporately as I-61, the places that are getting squeezed are the very places that are in need of an upgrade. That is the purpose of the squeeze. It is trying to upgrade you. It is trying to bring you to a greater level of maturity and therefore a greater ability to steward um, the resources of the kingdom into kingdom impact. So the places that are getting squeezed are the ones that need an upgrade. That's why they're getting squeezed. It's not because you've done anything wrong. It's because he's wanting to upgrade you. And sometimes that process of upgrade is a bit painful because we have to break out of old ways and old habits and old ways of thinking. So some of these places that need an upgrade, they need an upgrade for a number of reasons. One could be you're thinking too small in that particular area of your life. You're thinking too small. Your thinking's too limited. Um, maybe it's because you're stuck at, at a certain level because the strategies that you're using in that area were appropriate to one level in your life, but to the next level God wants to bring you to, they don't work. Simplest illustration I can think of in this one is uh, when a change in my business happened a couple of years ago, 
Um, one of the things I simply did was I just got busy. I went about things exactly the same way as I had before, and they worked for me before, but then I got a whole lot busier. I had taken on a whole lot more stuff. I'd taken on a whole lot more clients, um, and I hadn't changed the way I was thinking about the things that I was doing. I hadn't upgraded any of the methods that I used. So all that happened was I just got busier and busier and busier and I got more and more frustrated um, and it was so easy to blame the external world and just go I've just got too much on it's kind of a good problem to have when you got too much on in, in the client world when you're in business that's a useful thing but really the problem was in here and in here and that was I was thinking yeah I'd been operating at this level and thinking at this level now I was required to operate at this level but my thinking stayed here and this gap here created all sorts of problems for me and through, over the course of, I think it was about a week or two, God slowly started to put his finger on some stuff and say, hey, you've upgraded your world to here, but you're still thinking like you're here. That's why you're so miserable and frustrated. You need to lift your thinking to this level. And it hit me. You know, prime ministers, Fortune 500 CEOs, they're responsible for way more than what I'm responsible for. And they seem to manage their life somehow and the demands of a whole lot more people. So if they can do it, surely there is a way. And it caused me to start to rethink the way that I was going about it and as a result I got some higher strategies and I got my world into a much happier and healthier place that's a process that continues because my world continues to upgrade so this is not something that just happens once and stops for me this is something that has been happening over and over again where I continually need an upgrade so what are areas in your life they're being squeezed right now but it's because you're using strategies from an old level where you used to be God's wanting to increase your your impact your effectiveness your influence so you need to be operating up here but you're still using strategies that belong down here and you're getting squeezed to highlight the fact that that's not working anymore and it brings it to the surface so that you can do something with it more on that in just a moment so this squeeze season so the squeeze season it's a narrow place the places that get squeezed are the ones that need an upgrade and I also want to suggest that this squeeze is about, it's about challenging the things that are keeping you stuck at this current level of maturity, this current level of effectiveness, this current level of influence. Some of these things that are being challenged here are your beliefs about yourself and your worth. You know, that's something where we all constantly need an upgrade in. But for some of you, you know, you're in this squeeze and you're just feeling, you know, really lousy about you. That area is getting squeezed because God's wanting to upgrade the way that you see you. And he's surfacing what's there right now so that he can deal with that, so that you and him can work together on that and bring you into upgrade. For some of you, it's about challenging your beliefs about you and your capacity. You think you can achieve this much, but God's actually saying, you know what? I'm actually enlarging your territory. I want you to, I want you to be able to achieve this much, but you're still thinking like down here. He's challenging your view about your capacity. So if you're feeling like your world is so full and so busy and I just can't fit another thing in, there's a chance you're being squeezed in the area of your capacity. And typical wisdom says you need to reduce what you're doing. But kingdom wisdom says, who do I need to become? How do I need to expand on the inside so that I can actually accomplish more, influence more, impact more? He's upgrading and he's challenging your beliefs about your, your ability to influence certain things. Some of you are feeling stuck because you think, oh, I can't change this, I can't change that. And you're getting squeezed around that. You're feeling frustrated around that because he's wanting to say, oh, really, can't you? You think you can't influence that. What if you approach that conversation like this? What if you held this conversation? What if you, you talk to this person, not just that person? So the, the places where you're stuck and... Um, 
Steve Backlund, one of the key leaders at Bethel often says, anywhere where you're feeling stuck and hopeless, you're under the influence of a lie. So if you're feeling squeezed in terms of your ability to influence, there's a chance that you're being squeezed around a lie that you're believing. Um, he's wanting to surface that and he's wanting to speak truth into that. And also, I think all of us are starting to get an upgrade in our ability to love. You see, our ability to love only gets upgraded when we get around and get more in the face and more intimate with people that maybe we wouldn't normally hang with. Maybe we don't seem to even like. Yeah, our mission as a community is to show the world what love really is. And so this is going to be an area that gets squeezed in us. People in the community, again, like I said on Sunday night, maybe the guy talking down the camera at you right now is rubbing you up the wrong way. Maybe you're getting squeezed in that area because God is wanting to upgrade your ability to love. Just a thought. So I want to personalize this squeeze and I want to give us some things to do this week uh, and to take into our hubs on the weekend um, to share around that are going to help us personalize this squeeze word. So I want to give you, um, if you like, a little step one, step two, step three kind of thing here. And you'll see some of the words come up on the screen, but here's what I really want you to go after. So number one, in terms of how to personalize this squeeze word, number one, I want you to take an emotional inventory of where you're at right now. So in particular, I want you to look for areas where you feel discouraged, frustrated, stuck, stretched, challenged, offended, checked out, disconnected. Could be any of those, could be just one, or it could be all of them, or it could be other sorts or other negative emotions that I haven't mentioned there. But take an inventory right now of where you feel emotions like that, discouraged, frustrated, stuck, stretched, challenged, offended, checked out, disconnected. And actually get out a piece of paper, get out a journal, get out a whiteboard or something. And I want you to actually write these things down. Where are the areas that I feel frustrated? And then the second part of question one is what category does that fall into? So it could fall into a category like your work and your career. It could be your marriage or your core relationship. It could be your parenting. It could be broader family. It could be church. It could be health. It could be recreation. What is the category that that area falls into? So get that area where you're feeling that negative feeling. What is it? And then what category is it in? And keep doing that until you feel like you've got all the things that you're frustrated and feeling negative about in your life right now. Do them. And yeah, for me, if I was doing this, typically I'd, I'd either have separate sheets of paper for each of them so I can scribble stuff all over them or I'd draw different circles on a whiteboard. I deeply love whiteboards when I'm trying to work out what's going on in my world. But look at each of the areas where you're feeling those negative things and what category is it in and then map that out. That's number one. And some of you may need to pause the video right now um, and go and do that. For those of you that want to see the big picture and then come back, feel free to do that and then come back to this. So question one, take an emotional inventory of where you're at right now, particularly on the negative emotions. Where are the areas where you feel really negative, frustrated, stuck, challenged, all of those things that I said? And then what category does that fall into? You know, work, career, marriage, parenting, church, family, health, recreation, or some other area. Then once you've got all of it out there, I want you to first pick one, but you're going to do this process for each of those. But just pick one at a time. And here is a series of questions that I want you to ask. Question number one, 
in that number one area, you know, let's say it's something in your, your work or your career that you're feeling negative about. Question number one, what am I believing to be true right now? In other words, what is that negative emotion and that negative belief? What am I believing to be true right now? So it could be I'm stuck. It could be I can't influence that. Uh, it could be I'm lost. Um, it could be I don't have enough time. You know, in, in some area of your life, it might be I don't have enough money. Whatever it is, what is the core thing that you're believing to be true? Because there's a chance that that negative emotion is there because of belief that you have. So if you feel like you can't influence, you're going to feel powerless, you're going to feel stuck, you're going to feel frustrated. So what we want to do is go, what am I believing to be true about that area? And it may be beliefs about yourself, maybe beliefs about the other people there, which might be, they don't believe in me enough, um, for example. Um, it could be about your resources, your relationship, it could be anything, but what am I believing to be true? That's question one. Once you've got out there, Put that in front of you and then pause. And then I want you to go to God. And I want you to go, God, here's how I feel and here's what I'm believing to be true. What are your thoughts? And just wait and listen. One of the things that we know, Isaiah 55 tells us this, is that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. So whatever his thoughts are, I can guarantee you that his thoughts will be higher than yours. Often our problem and the thing that keeps it stuck, us stuck is we're stuck in the lower ways of thinking. So asking for his way of thinking brings us to a higher place which gives us higher perspective, higher strategies and will typically bring about some form of breakthrough. Now for some of us you might be in such a stuck place that you're struggling to get an answer. You're actually struggling to hear from God in this area. That happens from time to time. Doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It happens to all of us. Here's a strategy for that. If you're struggling to hear what God's thoughts are about that, here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask, who in my life could mother or father me in that area where I feel stuck? Who could mother or father me into a higher way of thinking and acting? What you don't want to do here, and this is really critical, what you don't want to do is go, who could sympathize with me and go, oh, there, there, you poor thing. That is the last thing that you need right now. When you're being squeezed, God's wanting to upgrade you and challenge you and provoke you up to a higher place. And the last thing you need right now is someone sympathizing with you and going, there, there, about where you're at. What we need is someone who's going to bring a higher way. Now that's a little blunt, but it's really, really important when we're in a grow up season that we don't pander to each other in a way that keeps us stuck and immature. So the question is, if you're struggling to hear from God in that area about his thoughts, who in my life could mother or father me in that particular area into a higher way of thinking and acting? And maybe you, need, maybe you don't know the answer to that, but maybe you need to go, okay, God, I need someone to mother father me in that area. I'm putting that before you. Open my eyes to who that is and help me to get it when it pings in front of me. And then when you know who it is, give them a call, send them a text, buy them a coffee, buy them lunch, do something like that and connect with them. Put that area in front of them and say, I really need some mothering or fathering in this particular area of my life because I'm stuck and I need to find a higher way. You know, I saw a um, one of those memes on Facebook from Lance Walno and it was 
it came at just a really poignant moment for me at one point. It says, if you're struggling to know where to go, pray for a divine appointment with someone who knows the terrain. That's essentially what we're doing, is we want a divine connection with someone who knows the terrain, who's walked it, and who can actually parent, if you like, that you in that particular area into a highway. Once we've got the higher thoughts or we've got that parenting thing in the way, that's going to unlock some strategies because the whole idea of the new wine is going to come out of new ways, new strategies. You are going to become more effective. You're going to become a greater conduit um, for the Holy Spirit's activity, but also a greater, a greater conduit for kingdom impact in the world around you. Now, once you've done that, now go through that process for each of those areas where you have labeled, you know, that you're feeling stuck, frustrated, all of those negative emotions. Go through those questions for each of those areas and just get it all out there. And then we have a plan. Now, if you've got five or six different areas, pick the one that's causing you the most grief right now and go after that. If you try and go after six at once, you're going to struggle. You could probably at most go after two at once, but at least we're starting on something rather than you being stuck and going, I don't know what to do. We pick one or two areas where we can get some momentum on. Okay, then I want to be a little bold again and say, once you've got all of that out there, I want you to listen to last Sunday's message again with those areas in mind. So specifically listen to that message because that wasn't so much a teaching. It was basically an extended prophetic word. I want you to listen to that with those areas in mind and just listen for the voice of God to you in the midst of that. Okay, so that was number three. So number one, Take the emotional inventory. Where am I stuck, frustrated, etc. Number two, one area at a time, what am I believing to be true? God, what are your thoughts? And if you're struggling to get an answer to God, what are your thoughts? Who can mother or father me into that area? Then number three, listen to Sunday's messages again with those, Sunday's message again with those areas in mind. And then let me say this as the last thing. Over the last three months, we have been going on a journey together around this thing called the heart journey. You know, seasons like this squeeze is when the heart journey actually matters the most. So this is the golden opportunity to practice all of the stuff that we've been talking about. It's time to get a bit vulnerable with each other and say, I'm really struggling and stuck in this area and I really need you to pray for me. I need you to challenge me. I need you to support me. I need you to help me find a higher way. That's part of what the heart journey is all about. Too many of us get into squeeze seasons and we isolate ourselves and go off into our cave and wonder why we stay miserable. When what we need to do is actually pull closer into community and say, hey, here's my heart. Crack it open. Here's my heart. Here's where I'm at. Can you pray for me? Can you walk the journey with me? If you're one of those rare people right now that's not being squeezed, you're not feeling squeezed, or maybe you are, but you're doing okay in it. Please don't disconnect from this. Please pray for us all. See, if you're doing okay, that's great. But there's a whole lot of people in the community right now that aren't doing so great, and they need your prayer. They need your support. You know, pick a name. Pray for a prophetic word for them. But just if you're doing okay right now, grab your strength and use that to impart strength into others because they need strength and they need courage right now. Last thing. Now remember, this is all in the context of, this is a journey of helping us to grow up. You know, I, um, as most of you know, I spend a lot of my time in the business world and I would coach one to 2,000 people a year, um, one-on-one out in the business world. And if there's one thing I notice between the business world and the church is um, the business world does not 
pander to immature behavior. They confront it really, really quickly. And if there's one thing I think can be a tendency in church life is we're way too nice to each other. Now, I'm not suggesting being nasty to each other because there's plenty of that around as well. We don't need any more of it. What I am saying is we need to learn to speak the truth in love to each other. So we call each other up to our best self. We call each other up to our true identity and don't let each other get away with small thinking. So if someone comes to you and says, hey, I'm struggling with this, don't go, oh, there, 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 you know, oh, no, you're fine. Actually go, okay, what does God want to do in the midst of this season for you right now? What's he saying to you? If you don't know, let's pray. Let's, let's get a group of people to pray for you. In other words, let's do this community and heart journey together in a way that causes all of us to come to a higher place. A higher place in terms of our experience of, of the presence of God, a higher place in terms of... Uh, our ability to impact and influence each other, a higher place in terms of our ability to love one another and a higher place in terms of our capacity to impact and infiltrate the world with the love and the power of Jesus and his kingdom. That's what we're about. It's a season of new wine. And remember, as we said on Sunday, wine comes from squeezing, crushing, pressing. But if you allow that to happen, something new and awesome is going to come out of this but let's do the heart journey well together. And we will actually steward each of us together into a new upgrade, which in months ahead, we're gonna be so, so thankful for. We are praying for you in this journey. We are praying for all of us right now in this journey. We are absolutely with you. We love you and keep walking. Bless you.